Leaving the sports world can be a difficult experience, especially if you aren't sure what your next shift is going to be. Judy Gilbert, a former university hockey player and now a business leadership coach and consultant, will introduce you to other athletes who have made the successful transition to the business world. You will hear the tactics that they use to turn their experience into a successful new career and how you can too. Welcome to The Next Shift. Here is your host and mentor, Judy Gilbert. Welcome to this episode of The Next Shift. I'm Judy Gilbert, and I'm thrilled to be here with you talking about how you can use the experience you have gained on the playing field to help you become successful in the business world as well. On this episode of The Next Shift, I am joined by Joe Chinook, who has been a realtor in the Belleville, Ontario region for nearly 30 years. Joe grew up in Sault Ste. Marie, but his travels as an Ontario Hockey League goaltender brought him to his new home. Joe talks to us about the difficult decision that he faced deciding when it was the right time to hang up his hockey dreams for good and the identity changes that he went through in that process. He also talks about how goaltending helped him learn the critical skill of focus that helps him find success in his career today. Hi Joe. Hi Jude. Thanks for joining us today. It's good to be here. Yeah, well thank you. I'm very grateful that you uh, have made the time for us, so that's wonderful. So I have really, in our introduction, I've told the audience a little bit about you, but how about sharing something with our viewers that they probably don't know about you? Well, that's a good one. I actually have been racking my brains about that idea. <laughs> what don't you know about me? It seems my life's an open book. but. Uh, a bit of a political junkie, a huge oh, uh, fan yes. of American politics. Okay. Not recently, though. And uh, other than that, uh, I've had, uh, because of athletics, I think it's mm -hmm. because that is our topic yeah. about transitioning from athletics, um, I've had double hip replacement, both hips done the same day. Yes. About eight years ago. So yeah. that... Okay. An impact of athletics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and probably not, yeah. Too, not something that... Those folks would be aware of, so that's no. great. Well, thanks for sharing. And that athletics with us. and genetics contributed. Yes. To yeah, that. absolutely, absolutely. So, Joe, tell me, um, because you played hockey and you were a goalie, um, what drew you to the game? Why well, did you want I to play hockey? Thinking back to when you're a kid, my parents uh, did not come from any form of athletics, and uh, we had a bunch of kids in the neighborhood and we're always playing ball hockey outside and lo and behold it was time to sign up for hockey and I said hey it's a good Canadian thing to do mm -hmm. and it uh, it was always a draw for me you know remember when we were kids Saturday night uh, hockey and yeah, in the absolutely. house and in the uh, uh, the family gathering and around the TV mm -hmm. and there was always a draw to that sport again I think just because we are Canadian and we were so exposed to it as kids mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think that was really where it started was yeah. as a young kid and seeing other Canadian kids doing it and I said hey got to get involved yeah well it didn't hurt that you weren't too bad at it either right well and not very good in the beginning but I was a forward and a defenseman and ultimately uh, I think I was a bit lazy in the beginning <laughs> and I transitioned <laughs> into goaltending I figured I didn't yeah. have to skate as hard and actually that's the funniest part is that over time my skating became one of my strongest attributes just because, you know, lugging that equipment around. Mm -hmm. It's a hell of a lot lighter today than it used to be. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. And so that's really what brought you to Belleville, wasn't it? Well, I came to play for the Bulls back in the early yeah. 80s, and I never left. I've, yes. been, I've been stuck here ever since. Yeah. Wow. Loving every minute of Good. it, though. Tell us a little bit, Joe, about your transition from sport to business and what you do now. 
Well, as I don't know if your people know, but I work in real estate. I have for almost 30 years. Uh, that was almost a fluke is how it getting into the real estate end of mm-hmm. things and almost by default based on our economics of the time and what I'd been exposed to always had a hankering for the development and real estate world. But to go back to the the mode of hockey and how that contributes to that transition, I think, uh, you know, you're going to hear probably a lot of people say, oh, I learned to be a team player. Mm-hmm. But I think more importantly, because I was a goaltender, it's the, the ability to focus and the, yeah. the hyper focus on projects, tasks, and really getting to outcomes. Because in my world, you don't get paid unless deals happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get the luxury of having a paycheck every week, which you know. That's my world too, <laughs> as a consultant. Absolutely. So that really led to the, the, I gained an ability to really focus in on, you know, being mm-hmm. deal driven mm-hmm. and task driven. And that to me was one of the big elements yeah. of uh, hockey and taking that lesson along with all the obvious of team play and learning how to get along with others. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the biggest attributes that I pulled into yeah. my business world. It's interesting that you say about being focused, because for me, I have I certainly have recognized my transition from sport into business. And I think it took me a long time to realize that I had those portable skills or those transferable skills and, and we, we just use them and they become habit. But I think to be able to focus and to be able to really hone in on what our clients are looking for. I think for me, Joe, when I meet with my clients and and they talk about what they feel their needs are and that I can really hone in on and focus on what it is that they're looking for and to be able to to deliver that as well. Um, And I think those transferable skills are so important uh, as we transition. I think another element, the goaltending element, Mm -hmm. you know where we sit at the back of the play and we watch Mm -hmm. things unfold Mm -hmm. in front of us and we tend to see a bigger picture. And you will note that a lot of the analysts on Hockey Night in Canada and other sports venues are all goalies. And I think it's because of the perspective that we have from where we're positioned on the ice. We see things form, we see patterns, Mm -hmm. and I think that's critical. And that same element applies to my world today, that seeing opportunity, patterns, and determining objectives from what you're seeing. Yeah, I think that's that's interesting because as a forward and, and having played ice hockey, um, for me, it's a different perspective altogether, yeah, right? Very much. I mean, I really wanted to get down to that goalie, um, but to see it from a different angle is, is really interesting. So thanks for that perspective. Joe, what do you think when you transition from, from sport uh, into business, what do you think some of those challenges were for you? I think it's interesting that that question, because one of the most difficult things was actually determining that sports was done. That Uh, was one of the hardest things to overcome that you always hold on. You think there's going to be another Mm -hmm. opportunity or you're going to have a new challenge in the sport. So recognizing an end and okay, you recognize it and now it's time to move on. And carve that out was a one of the hardest identity, Exactly. Right? So I think that recognition mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the sport has ended and now it's time to get on with your life, as yes. my dad said. Yeah. <laughs> time to get to school and get yes, on with your yeah. life. But coming to that realization was very difficult. Mm-hmm. But I think it was critical because it also helped me to develop the ability to recognize, again, back to business, this is a dead end. 
this is it's time to move and shift mm-hmm. and change mm-hmm. directions. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that I think was critical. As tough as it was, I think it was vital in yeah. my development. Well, and I I certainly agree with you, and I think that's um, that's for a lot of athletes and and a lot of uh, folks that whether they played varsity or whether in your case your case uh, playing in the Ontario Hockey League, is that our identity is is carved out for us at a very yeah. early age, yeah, very and much. that is what we we see ourselves as, and that's who we see ourselves as and so when that is gone then it's well who am I now and I know for me I struggled with that as well and so then for me it was around okay so now who am I now what is my new identity and I think I started to carve that out in business using some of those transferable skills and so I think that certainly that was a big challenge for me and Mm -hmm. and so when I hear you say that um, it certainly resonates with me as well what about opportunities what do you think sport gave you in terms of opportunities Joe well being in this community and having stayed here Mm -hmm. you know literally grew up here left Mm -hmm. left Sault Ste. Marie at a young age uh, originally went to Cornwall a new transition, at the farthest point away from Sault Ste. Marie yes. that you could be drafted <laughs> to. And uh, mm-hmm. so it really did force me to grow up. Mm-hmm. And in recognizing that, uh, you know, these new communities you come into and you really become in, entrenched in the community. And it's that entrenchment and all the people that I knew through sport were part of the uh, catapult into the business of real estate. Mm-hmm. So the the laying of the groundwork, the the fact that you're known in a community mm-hmm. for sport, mm-hmm. that did help make the transition into growing this business uh, yes. that a little bit easier. Yeah. You still had to work. Mm-hmm. You had to be smart about what you do. But I think that did give me a definite leg up. Yeah, and when and I think that your success it also speaks to your character because of some of those portable skills. It's about humility. It's about respectful behavior, and and having that resilience. And so when you when you build that foundation early, which you were doing through sport mm-hmm. and and doing that networking and making those connections, that did transition for you into to business where people said, you know what, I know Joe, I know his character. Yeah, and and so it. now I'm quite comfortable working with Joe in a in this business environment. Yeah. And the right? thing, the craziest thing is that it's it's not a conscious thing. No, that, absolutely. Again, because we're here working and doing. students and doing mm-hmm. our thing and mm-hmm. growing as athletes and as mm-hmm. individuals, mm-hmm. Uh, that transition was uh, was actually. Uh, unconscious and Mm -hmm. it it really did create that leg up as I said yeah yeah and I think that um, certainly from my experiences it was it was very similar Um, moving out of uh, where I played varsity ice hockey recognizing it was time to make a living Mm -hmm. and that school was over for me and and so then what does that next chapter look like and and I think it is it's it's we're not conscious about some of those things right we just do what we know is the right thing, and and you know I talked earlier um, in a, in with another gentleman around, you know when we have respect for our teammates, but that goes beyond our team, and that goes. Uh, that's that same goes towards for our opposition and so those are some of those characters that we take into that business world yeah i agree and Mm -hmm. i face opposition every day yes but you learn to respect the opposition yes you fight hard and Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. because that compete 
level that we learned as athletes, it doesn't leave you. You no. still want to win. You want to, uh, you know, get the deal. And yes. That, yeah. that sticks with you. Yeah. And I think, though, being part of a team is that we don't want to win at all costs. Right. Right. We're about if we can win and the other individual or team yeah. or organization can win, then that's that's more satisfying, yeah. I think, coming from the environment that we have come from. Well, you don't last in this business for almost 30 years by creating a total adversarial environment yes. that that's I've right. always maintained that in our world, deals have to be fair. They have mm-hmm. to be fair to go together. The seller would have to give up a little, a buyer might have to give mm-hmm. a little more. Mm-hmm. But because it is such a small town, I still have to face those people. Yes. You know, I'm walking yes. through the mall or at a public event. And so you want to make darn sure that our deals are fair mm-hmm. and that we're, uh, you know, treating people properly. So, Joe, we've talked talked a little bit about those portable skills or those transferable skills. Right. Are there some others that, that sort of come to mind for you that that have made that transition a little bit easier and that you feel confident that that have sort of started in in the, the sports side of things and that has moved over to business? Well, I think as a young athlete, you're forced to continue to work on your craft. You have to improve. You have right. to evolve. And that requires a bit of patience, mm-hmm. obviously, because you're, it's not going to happen overnight. And understanding that you have to earn your way into the roster and you have yes. to earn your way yes. into play. Yeah. Uh, it requires definite perseverance, but it also requires that patience mm-hmm. element mm-hmm. in understanding that as long as you keep doing what you need to do to improve that that perseverance will ultimately lead to opportunity mm-hmm. and but being patient as well as persistent yes. in, in recognizing you know you you'll see your spots and you know where when you need to act and kick it into gear. Of course. And I think as a consultant, I have to be very mindful of that. It's about having that patience, building the trust with the client and and recognizing that this is a long-term relationship that I want to build. And it's not just about today or next week or next month. It's about next year and the year after. And so it's having that patience to do that and 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 being resilient around the fact that not everything's going to happen. Yeah. And you touched on quick. a key point too about trust. Mm-hmm. And as a goal tender, you know that mm. your teammates ultimately have to have trust in you to yeah. be able to perform at the key times and to you yes. know to do what you need to do when it matters most. Mm-hmm. And that's a process is developing that trust with teammates and ultimately with clients. And yeah. uh, key the key is to to be conscious of that and really, really working daily to maintain and build on the trust aspect. Yeah. And I think that trust is always with us. Right. And I, you know, I draw on my example as the executive director with the United Way. I had a whole community that that needed to trust me, uh, a whole team, a board of directors. And so, you know, over the course of several years to be able to build that trust and and earn that trust um, and where people wanted to to support the organization. And and that takes a lot of effort and a lot of work. But I think that's part of our reputations. Mm-hmm. Right. That's your 30 year reputation. That's my 30 year reputation. And and being able to continue to to hone our skills and work in this community. It's it's about those soft skills and those types of things. Right. Sure is. And as a young 
startup in business, the, the perseverance aspect was so critical. And now it's gotten to a point where I tend to get more direct phone calls of Joe, just come and do business with me as opposed mm-hmm. to having to compete mm-hmm. and earn mm-hmm. the deal, you know, in competition yeah. with other yeah. competitors. Uh, it's been this interesting evolution where, you know, people are now calling and just saying, yeah, come and do it. And that's, that's, certainly, a, that's a handy thing. Oh, my gosh. And it's that nice. certainly lets you know how you're doing, doesn't yeah, it? That sure is does. the greatest measurement uh, in terms of our own business and, and how we're being perceived in the marketplace, yeah, isn't it? for sure. Really? Okay, great. Okay, Joe. So we're going to do a shootout round, which as a goalie. We didn't have shootouts in my or... day. That's how old I am. <laughs> didn't exist. Okay, so I'm going to ask you five questions and we're going to just quickly do it over the next oh, minute, minute and a half. Okay. All right, be, be, go easy. Okay. All right. So, Joe, what's your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby, hmm. watching CNN. <laughs> it's okay. a sad, sad hobby. <laughs> but it's a hobby. Yeah. Um, what are three words that you would use to describe yourself? <laughs> Worker. Yeah. Dad. Mm. Husband. Okay. All and right. not necessarily not in that necessarily order. Not necessarily in that they order. Do okay. Okay. What's the first thing you do in the morning? Do you watch CNN? No, get a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee? Cup of coffee. Okay. What time does your day start? Well, that's interesting. I don't use a clock anymore. Okay. I'm going to tell the quick quick one, quick okay, 60 yeah. seconds. But I uh, literally will, I get enough, as much sleep as I need, and I get up when I get up. And that could be at 5.30, it could be at 8. Yeah. But my day starts, I'm up, and usually working on the computer side of our business and correspondence and that kind of stuff good if somebody paid you a compliment what what is something a compliment that most people would um would pay you what would they say about you joe just that i'm persistent okay yeah he's very persistent i you know stay on task and that would be it all right and when are you most productive Mornings. Mornings. Yeah. All right. And that's for me too. And uh, I find that after one or two, I need some activity, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's why I got to fit the gym in there. All right. Good for you. Okay. So Joe, is is there anything else that you want to share with our viewers? Well, I think obviously in the vein of coaching and mentoring, I think uh, persistence in anything is critical. Mm -hmm. And they talk about, you know, finding your passion and we kind of evolve as people. And I don't think every I don't think people truly know what those passions are. But I really think you have to keep an open mind about where you're heading in life and in business. And I think by having an open mind that you will ultimately gravitate to where it is that you're supposed to be. Wow. Okay. I like that. Thank you. So how can somebody get in touch with you if they wanted to? Where, do you have a website? Just call me. Call call <laughs> Joe. Call Joe. Call Joe at no, 613. I, I, social media. Is, yeah. We're out there. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Pretty easy to get me. Okay. Well, thanks for doing this, Joe. Thanks for having me. Okay. Okay.